Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T-52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. All right, boys, let's talk about our presenting sponsor, Fabrica 5. Oh, yeah. It's a handcrafted and artisan story with the strong foundation of Rob Isla from Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame with Hamlet Paredes, Master Blender, and Cuban Cigar Legend. Love you, Rob. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners, they can get 10% off Con Anazo 5-packs and 25-count bundles starting right now. Using code LIZARDN6. That's coupon code LIZARDN6. What is Carlos Anzo says it? <laughs> <laughs> you can get worldwide free shipping as well on all orders over $125 US. The website is Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. That's right. The more you buy, the more you save. Exactly. And it's important to note, boys, the Cononazo is the same size. Siglo 6. Siglo 6. Can't wait exactly, to try it. From Cohibo. Oh, yeah. These cigars are crafted and refined by feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the FOH community, and customers. That's How hard-nosed you. were you on that tasting yeah. panel? <laughs> yeah. I was pretty hard-nosed. You know, you are an elite insider. <laughs> Right. Did, did you retrohale? I just want to make sure you did. You can literally jump on the FOH forum right now and post detailed reviews that go straight to the powers that be. And you can tell Gizmo every <laughs> note that you got that he didn't Correct. from the retrohale. And Gizmo likes to get calls at 2 a.m. in bed. <laughs> Be part- <laughs> Become part of the FOH community today. Fabrica 5 is direct from the farm in Honduras to your hand, and they ship out of Miami, so there's no customs nightmare, which is awesome. That's awesome. Oh, Pagoda, you're safe. (laughs) Fair enough, you know. (laughs) Again, use code LIZARDN6, all one word, no space, for 10% off Cononazo, five packs, and 25-count bundles starting right now at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. Free shipping on orders over $125 U.S. Must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo. Tonight, I'm joined by Rooster, Puba, Senator, Grinder, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some rum, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 86th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cupid cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We discuss the aging potential of up and cigars to reach excellence. We revisit a high-proof rum pairing from episode 6, and we debate whether cigars should be considered an investment, all among a variety of other things for the next 90 minutes. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair Four Square Rum Exceptional Cask Selection 2010 with the H. Upman Connoisseur A. An aged Robusto Extra tonight on the pod from H. Upman. It's the Connoisseur A, a beautiful cigar out of a beautiful box from Puba. We are loving tonight, boys. Oh, yeah. We are loving. With a second time on the podcast, we are loving. This is 
Lub. What was the box code, uh, Puba? It was Lub. Lub 15. 15. July. Lub July 15. So a little bit later than the Upman 2s we did, which was mm -hmm. one of the best cigars we've ever done on the podcast. Uh, we have a soft spot in our heart for H. Upman, yes. and hopefully tonight will be no exception. Honestly, yep. I'm very happy we're doing this tonight. Yep, it's a it's a, it's a it's a 52 by five and a half. The the factory size is called the Genios. The other famous uh, Genios is the Cohiba, which is I think in the Maduro line. Correct. Yep. That, yeah. The, it's yeah. Only, only Maduro. Yeah. Yep. That that's correct. Well, th let me tell you something. This is a beautiful. Cigar. It is. Yeah, it is. And it smells incredible. It, it does. You know, Upman really benefits from time. As yeah. we've discussed, mm -hmm. ad nauseum on the podcast. Yep. And uh, I can't wait to smoke it, boys. So let's cut this thing. Yeah. See, we're getting on the cold draw on the wrapper of this beautiful eight-year-age cigar. Can't wait. Very mild on the cold draw. Mm, really nice, though. Yeah. So we're going to go through the entire Connoisseur line from A. Chapman, starting with the Connoisseur A tonight. Honestly, something about the Upman line for me—it's—it's—it's it, it's got this air of exclusivity. It's—it's it's in special markup. It is for me, yeah. And listen, given our experience, certainly with the, the cigars we've had, and then the other cigars that you know we haven't reviewed yet, like the Sir Winston. Um, I mean, it's just a phenomenal brand yeah, out of Cuba. It's awesome. You know, um, to me, right in line with Partagas as far as a hundred percent. It's uh, it's excellent. 100%. Yeah, and when you look at the wrapper, I don't know. Tell me how you guys what you guys are seeing. This is the, the construction looks really good. It does, Senator. What do you think? Yeah, I think the construction's uh, this it, it's good. The wrapper is a little toothy. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, otherwise it's a beautiful cigar. All right, boys, let's light this thing. The H Upman Connoisseur A. Again, it's a Robusto Extra 52 ring gauge by five and a half inches long. Lub 15, eight-year-old cigar tonight. You know, as we're lighting this, I've only had... So my first Connie A was either from Puba or from Rooster. And mm. I fell in love with the cigar ever since. I've never, ever had a bad Connie A. And yeah, you all, I think you all know that I love the cigar. Yeah. I've had hit or miss boxes. I think they just needed time. Um, I'm really excited. This is definitely the oldest that I've smoked Yeah, uh, by a lot. So I'm really looking forward to it tonight. You know, anything out of 2014, 2014, 2015. Yep. Excellent. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. This is excellent. That is wonderful on the uh, light. This is excellent. There's that twang. I got a twang like right off the... Yeah. I haven't had one of these, so... Just for context, I haven't had one of these. I smoked the box down, but I hadn't. Ha I probably haven't smoked because I got down to like the last eight, which I've got here tonight. I probably haven't smoked one in two years. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's been a while. I've been kind of saving them. So you hit the nail on the head. The the twang mm -hmm. is like the dominant first note. Yeah, yeah. It's like that got twang, like yeah. <laughs> Salty minerality. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of a creaminess to it. I wouldn't say it's super creamy, but it's there, rounding it out. I, I get I agree. more of a graham cracker than a creamy on this mm. one. Yeah, I would agree. A little yeah. doughy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Same, same. Yeah. Yeah, this is really nice. 
you know, I love the uh, the H Upman bands on these. It you know it incorporates. It's a single band. How's the spelling on that? <laughs> so it's spelled um, different ways uh, on the ribbon, and it's spelled different ways on the band on the band, and it's spelled incorrectly. Uh, um, that notwithstanding, this was released in 2013. As uh, it's essentially a pseudo LCDA LCDH release without the LCDH band mm. extra band on it. It's it, that's the way it was introduced at least. Um, and then over time, what you want to call that is whatever you want to call that. But I feel like all the LCDHs just end up in the regular production kind of, you know, Roll anyway. Yeah. After like, time. Like like right. Like the original press release around it in 2013 when it came out, it's like it's an it's an exclusive. It's it's distributed essentially on paper to LCDHs and other exclusive Habanos retailers. You yeah. Know? I love that the band incorporates it. So like I said, it's a single band, but it incorporates a second layer of the classic H Upman band, which has Connoisseur A on it. But if you take that bottom third off it's just the classic h upman band that you'd find on a sir winston or an h uh, you know an upman two um very classic branding yep you find on these cigars old red and white Mm -hmm. yeah this is a really delicious cigar it's it's excellent i'm glad we're doing this because i remember early on uh when i met puba and once puba took the real deep dive down the rabbit hole of cuban cigars this was easily his favorite cigar for a significant period of time. I mean, I like singularly associate the Kanye with Puba. And um, I think he had given me one that I loved. It was really good. And then I had bought a box myself that was relatively young. And what I quickly realized the hard way is that these just really need time. It's yeah. a and fact. So it's just I haven't a fact. had a good Kanye I've enjoyed in years, probably since whenever you gave me the first one. So this mm. is a treat. This is what I remember. This is great. Yeah. And and if you remember, you and I bought boxes, I think in 2020. Yeah, it sounds late right. 2020. And they were 2019 boxes or 2018 boxes. And you and I both had really mediocre experiences with those boxes. Yeah. Have you guys had a Kanye out of that box yet since you've aged them? I haven't reached for it in a long time. I had one maybe last year and it was better, but I still didn't mm. really love it. I've yeah. got a box of 2020s at home. I've had five of them out of that box. And honestly, I'm a big, big, big fan of this cigar. And I think you all know that because I talk about it a lot. I do love this stick. So, um, yeah, to appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. These need. Like it's a fact, no joke. Need time. I think that these are at the time that are, is a pretty good time to smoke them. They need time to come into their own. Um, it's a more, as you can see, it's a more tightly packed cigar than um, maybe some of the other c- cigars of of this similar ring gauge. Yep. But the draw isn't. It, the draw is good. It's excellent. But this is a sit. Yeah, it's a it's going to be a sit. It's going to be a little bit longer of a smoke, um, but which I honestly, really like them. You know, which honestly is a little surprising. And the only reason I I kind of expected when I bought a younger box that I'd be able to smoke it with just a few years of age on it because this is not a Lajero heavy cigar. No, it's not strong. I mean, this starts mild and, and probably builds to medium, 
And usually it's the case that those need less time. So I'm not sure what it is about it, but at least having this, it's worth the wait. It's worth the wait. Has anyone retrohaled yet? That's what I was just going to say. The yeah. same damn it's thing. It's amazing. Bro. This, so I'm getting this great, like this great yin and yang because I get the the graham cracker that you mentioned yeah. when I don't retrohale. But when I retrohale, I get tons of baking spice. Oh, like that's a very, exactly where I was going to go. Very pleasant All dessert spice. notes on the retro, dude. It's up and shocking. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's why we paired a rum with it tonight, which we'll get to. But yes. <laughs> to, to, I'll add a third leg on what you guys are saying with the retrohale. The smell with the burn line to me enhances when I draw the cigar. Absolutely. It actually enhances it for me. I which agree with we you. talk about sometimes, but this is one of those that it's really doing it. Yeah, the aroma at the burn line, it's like a cookie factory. It's intoxicating, We've said about man. some. Like, it's amazing. Actually, it's funny. We're we're right near the former Nabisco factory, right. <laughs> which is a big to-do right they're now. They're taking down so, now. So, yeah. so this is one of just having experience with these. Like This is one of those cigars that you're going to want to smoke it really, really fast. You can't. You can't. Yeah. The temptation, the temptation, the temptation, because like the what you're like, it's a little bit more tightly packed than maybe you'd get like an E2, but the draw is great. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a chill and sig. It's a chill and sig. It that's it's a chill and sig. You got to really chill with it. (laughs) Like you want because you're gonna want more of it if you heat it up. Take it easy. Take it easy. So this seriously reminds me. It's really like refined and kind of sophisticated this is the kanye that i love that a couple of the admins on our website love on our on our group love like this is kind of and this is by the way also just for the record for the list (laughs) so it's a little bit of a unicorn this is an h and f box too which is hunters and frank out hunters and frank out which has a connection that goes back to upman to 1844 i mean it's like an, an insane so for the listener, Hunters and Frankow is the exclusive distributor of Habanos in the United Kingdom, right. and they serve all of the retailers there. And sometimes when you get a box that's come from one of those retailers that has a green square sticker on the box that they add after they inspect it, which has a, its own serial number on it, and uh, that's what Puba's referencing. It's an H&F Lub 15 box um, out of the U.K., that's correct, and 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 they actually just historically, um, Upman has a relationship with Frankow, going back to the you know the late uh, the late nineteenth century. I mean, it's like that it goes back that far. So you're talking. This was founded in H. Upman was founded in eighteen forty four. And they eventually partnered up with Frankow. And so they had a, that's how far it goes back is, is, is what I'm saying. So, um, and it's, it's one of the most historic, you know, markers in history. Yeah. Mm. Ever. Ever. Has so, any, has anyone had the connoisseur B? Cause I've never had that. We're having that actually. That's going to be the next in the line. Is that right? Of Connie's, yeah. That's lined up. Can't We're going to have that Can't probably wait. in a couple months. Yeah. We're going to do all four, but the B is next. And the one and two, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The Connie, well, the Connie one is actually the first uh, in the Connoisseur line that was released. They've just added more uh, in the line, and I think the Connie two now is an actual LCDH release. But um, we'll do that one. At yes, the, it the is. It part. has a band on it, has it a which is band. crazy because yeah. it's the same thing, but. 
I mean, it's a, it's a, it's not the same thing, but I mean, it's a it's an LCDH. So, what what's the why are they spelling it wrong? No, the, well, they're spelling it wrong because they can. I mean, it's just like it's just like the stubbornness of of it all. Yeah, and we don't care. And I think they really. just printed. They must have just printed the bands like at one point and just have a surplus of misspelled bands. What a major have... production fuck up! <laughs> I, I just hope they know they've misspelled. You should file probably a complaint. not. Probably not. Wow, this is a delicious cigar. It really is. You know what? I find, even for its age, I find it to be very, very subtle. Compared to, you know, an H. Upman number two or a Sir Winston, it, you know, it's requiring a slow smoke, and it's just not as oomphy as some of the others in this Well, line. but there's a sophistication in the subtlety of this cigar. 100%. And that cannot be denied. You can't deny the sophistication of that. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. I, I get some creaminess, too. Absolutely. Creamy and yeah. cedar notes oh, yeah. on the cigar. And try retro, you'll get the dessert spice. Yeah, all, I don't, all I don't know long. how to do that. I'll show yeah, you. Like, <laughs> like, like for me, this is the, like it makes me smile because it's it's like an exemplification of of Upman. And you guys know how much I love Upman. You guys love Upman too. Yeah, it's we do. Not, it's not. It's but it makes me smile. It makes me happy because I love these kind of flavors. Mm-hmm. And and it's kind of just it's delivering that DNA in just a different way. When we all drew straws all those years ago about which rabbit hole to go down, you drew the H. Upman straw because you have gone head first, no questions asked, into H. Upman. But he was heavy into Connie A. Oh, he loves a Connie oh, yeah. A. I mean, well, it was a running very, joke, honestly, yeah. for a while. We're like, the Cartier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what are you smoking today? The Cartier. <laughs> I like it. Um, and it's giving, It's you know, it's cool. It's giving off that, you know, when you look at the ash compared to um, some of the other cigars that are younger, it gives that, it's that, it's that kind of black. And it's a dark darker gray. ash, right? Yeah. That says, but it's really holding on nice. Age. I mean, it's the construction's nice. fantastic. Look at, look at yours. Oh, yours Bruce, Bruce has got a white ash. Oh, yeah, he does. Yours yeah. is a little bit whiter. Little What's yours look like? It's kind of in the middle. Kind of in the Yours is kind of in the middle, but yeah. So I misspoke, by the way. The Connie B has the second band on it, not the Connie 2. That was a misspoke. So we're going to do them all. Yeah, we should do them all. We should try them because those are, those are like, those are good cigars within the H. Upman line. That we should try this cigar does need time like it's a fact it needs time like the upman too it needs time and the sir winston and the sir winston needs time I, it's just the way they're built but all of them i mean yeah. honestly that that's probably my only knock on the upman line is that the vast majority of them need time the yes. only the only Except outlier the half, is the, the half the my, my patience is not yeah. you know very long. honestly the half corona you can smoke the moment you get that tin that's the exception that's right 100 yeah. percent. and they're yeah. also very, very they're very good but not a premium no cigar. definitely not um i think the upman 46 yeah, the Magnum 46. Mag 46. Mag 46, you can smoke them. That's true. That's yeah. really fairly true. Yeah. But like it delivers a way different experience. Sure. Th- this sure. is more th- this is more in line to me with classic Upman DNA well, than anything in the Magnum line. It's Cuban DNA. Yeah. Well, right. it's but um, it's also blended right next to some of the other cigars that we've mentioned. I mean, it's cert- mm. it, you know, the baking spice things. Mm-hmm. You know, some of that is absent or is overpowered by other things in the Magnum line, but 
to me, this is right right there with the Upman two and the yeah. and the Winston. And we are getting a treat tonight. This is an eight year old cigar. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And the you know with in tonight when we were talking about this, um, I really wanted to pair as, as exemplified in the text. I wanted to pair rum with this. It works great. Yeah, I wanted to it's pair. A rum, I wanted to pair rum with this because of just the kind of the because it's a classic kind of pairing, and yeah. I think that the dessert flavors of a rum kind of pair up well with. with I know the dessert eventually, of eventually we'll get to the spirit, but the, it it really works fantastic. Yeah. So, did you ever see? Um, you got, of course, you've seen it. when a blender is has has that collection of of cigars that he or she is kind of, you know ingesting <laughs> they they get their they get kind of into it they like dive head first into the aroma and they 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 lightly they lightly uh draw on it and then they have like these bursts episodic bursts of heavy draws and they just kind of envelop the room that's what i want to do when i smoke when i smoke this cigar because there's so much going on that i like every time i'm drawing i'm getting a new flavor note that i just can't put my hands on you know and it, it and i i I've never had this cigar, and I, the complexity on it is 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 tremendous. I think with age, I think this is a very very unique cigar, and and despite what I said about it having very DNA similar to a lot of DNA similar to the other Upman cigars that we talked about, this very much stands on its own for me. Yeah, agreed. It's actually gotten better after the first half an inch. Or an inch. Yeah. I'm I'm amazed because your ash is actually truly white, it's and then I'm looking white. at mine, and it's, <laughs> it's really dark. What a yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you're the outlier tonight, Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> so Puba mentioned the rum. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So we did this specific four square exceptional the, cask yeah. rum early in our recording. I mean, career. very early. Yeah. It's a single blended rum. Uh, they call it the Exceptional Cla- uh, Cask Selection. They release it once a year. It's a rum out of Barbados. So the one that we did probably a year and a half ago, very early on, was from 2009. And this is the 2010 release of that rum. And what's beautiful about it is they add nothing. Very similar to when we talk about tequilas or, or other spirits that are completely unadulterated. Um this spirit has nothing added, no sugar, no color, no additives at all. It's a single barrel rum out of Barbados. Yeah, it, it is. And it, it's, a, it's a distillery that's run by Richard Seal, and he's a fourth-generation uh, distiller um, of the R.L. Seal & Company um, family. Um, so he has these kind of unique approaches to rum blending and maturation, and he kind of releases these, uh, batches in, in, you know, these small batches, uh, when they've reached what he feels like is exceptional quality. And they're just available for a limited time in these cast selections. So, um, on these, there's individual numbering on these bottles and um, they do some unique things. So he's, it's, he, bottom line is he's a little bit of, I wouldn't say an aristocrat, but it's, it's generational, um, you know, in Barbados, the, the, the farm that he um, has the distillery on where they harvest the sugar cane 
is a farm that's that's been in their family for for multiple generations. There's there were starts and stops um, in terms of you know what they were doing in terms of making rum. It was a sugarcane farm for a long time, um, and one of the couple of the unique thing, the thing, things they do in terms of production, um, there's they use they're they're. Uh, they use a distiller's yeast that no one else uses from South Africa. Um, and they use this two-step process um, where they they use a temperature-controlled process used by computers. So they kind of make like old school, they, they mix technology with traditional distilling techniques. And then they use these molasses that are imported from Guyana that are added. It's so he does. That's a, where I get all my molasses is guana. Is this guana? Yeah, guana. No, no, exactly. Guana. So you're, you're nailing the pronunciation. Guana. I have my assistant handling. <laughs> anyway, they blend their rums before and after the aging with all the casks, and they age everything in American white oak ex bourbon whiskey casks. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah, hold on one second. Why are the Americans so good at making? Make good barrels. These barrels. Why yeah. are we so good at it? We, we just have, have a lot of. No, no, we have no, no. the. We forest. have a lot of forests. It's a forest. <laughs> it's uh, it's not trees. just making it though. It, it's it's more than that. They're they're using ex bourbon barrels. So That's it, right. it, what's most important is that it previously aged bourbon. Right. So let me ask this: Why is bourbon? Why are bourbon barrels so crucial to so many distillation aging it, processes? It's a great question around the world. I don't. Great question. I, it's shocking yeah, to me. I. I, I I, the the reason why the the bourbon barrel became came into existence, we've talked about this in the past, is that you know there there was a time, at least in the Scotch tradition, where they didn't use American oak, but they during the wartime they needed to import, you know, basically import the 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 wood to to make that happen because they just didn't have enough forest in Scotland, mm -hmm. and it was also a time of war, and they used them, their resources for other things. So they they began you know importing formerly because the Americans were just making these things and then dumping them they were just trashing them and then they you know the Scottish are very ingenuous they decided to sell to buy them up I think I'm hypothesizing here it might just be a a trend like a traditional trend that kind of came to fruition from the success that the Scotch industry had that is completely hypothesis but it's you know it it you know begs the question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that, but also it just in terms of why you would want to impart the flavor from a bourbon barrel, mm -hmm. a sherry barrel, all these things. I mean, for dark spirits, the color you're looking for something that like previously aged a sweet, rich spirit, um, and that's bourbon, that's sherry, and and other things, and that's why they pursue those. And yeah. we produce so much bourbon yeah. that there's a ton of those to go around mm -hmm. in a way that like. You know, sherry barrels are so hard to find. Like, yeah. there's not nearly as much sherry produces bourbon, and that's why they're rare. And those no, yeah, barrels are coveted worldwide. Totally, yeah. totally. So, so Richard Seal um, and the, his family, um, so they do cast selections aged in a variety of different barrels: sherry, port, Madeira, and Zinfandel mm. uh, casks. 
Um, That's a uh, senator's favorite kind of wine, Zinfandel. Uh, oh no, hard <laughs> pass. <laughs> I hear you, but maybe with the rum, it's good. I don't know. No, no, for the rum, it would work. <laughs> yeah. The wine, just the dump wine. it out. Yeah, dump it out. I, I um, like Zinfandel, but there's no. But but to your point, there's no color, no sugar, no additives or filtra- filtration in these in these rums. And I think also that's a, that's a lizard-approved process. It's boys. a liz- lizard-approved process. And also, what's really cool too is is that. The family has been making rum since 1820. That's incredible. There have been that's starts and stops, but that's amazing. But yeah. the Upman, but Upman was started in 1844. So this is how. So I just thought that that's cool. That, it's a perfect that alignment. This is kind of you know this is yeah. this is historic. This they, both these products are from the Caribbean, and yeah, they're almost I, 200 years old. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I just that's thought incredible. that was that that that's that's pretty incredible. Um, and the uh, thing I like on the Foursquare, I don't know if you get this, especially for maybe guys that don't drink as much rum, but on the finish, do you notice there's this flavor note that is probably very hard to place? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb. You're going to laugh at me, but it's it's almost like a bubblegum type of a sweetness to me. It's very, it's a beautiful, very, very pleasant finish for me. I'm not I'm not able to call it out, so go for but it. But do you notice there's, there's something, something there? there. Yeah, that, at the very end. That's that funk. It's very big. So if you look up like funk in rum, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like I know this sounds ridiculous. Jamaican rums are big. Any Barbados is is big with this. And Foursquare, it's just on the finish. You get like mm-hmm. you taste the sugar cane, like the yeah. traditional rum notes. And then on the finish, there's just this note that you're never able to place that they just call this funk that from the distilling process that some use like Foursquare um, like Appleton Estate, like certain other distillers, and it just imparts that you just know it when you taste it. It's like we talk about twang in a Cuban well, cigar. I was about I was to go say. there. It's That's exactly just, where I was going to go. It's just like that. We with might this, need a new T-shirt. Well, with this particular cigar, the, funk, twang, funk. the twang that you're getting on this cigar pairs beautifully with that funk that you're mentioning in the spirit. It's a great, great pairing. Great pairing. It's like sweet but earthy. Yeah. It's this weird, complex yeah. flavor. Absolutely. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. It's really why, like I was like on the text, I was like, we're like, okay, we're going to do the Kanye. And I knew I had this box and <laughs> I knew that, you know what I mean? And I'm like, we got to do Foursquare. We got to do a rum. We got to do a really a good, good rum. rum with this because it I'm glad we found it, it by the way, because this is very hard to find. It's hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So let me ask a question. So for the guys who, you know, in the room, I think all of us have had a lot of Cuban rum and we did a bunch of them on the podcast recently, oh, yeah. which by the way has no funk. Very no. different style. It's I was going to say, okay, it is, it is different. All right. He's so right. now, for the listener out there who maybe hasn't tried one or the other, or neither of them, or both, how would you kind of compare and contrast what the Cubans are doing with Havana, with Santiago, some of the different rums they put out with a rum like an artisanal rum like this that also has no additives? You know, how well, would you compare them? You know, I think Senator hit it on the head. That funk doesn't exist on the Cuban rum, but also. I've never put a chip of ice in any of the Cuban rums that we've ever had. The Santiago, yeah. the Havana, any of the Havana clubs, no ice needed ever. So this is a very astute observation. Like there is a very di- big difference, and for some reason, I can't tell you exactly why. Obviously, someone made these decisions, but Cuban rum versus really any of the other islands in the Caribbean, in the sense that, like Bam said, with Cuban rum, any good Cuban rum, you'll almost never need ice. It's like 40% max. They don't make overproof rum in Cuba. Um, it's very smooth, very straightforward. 
I would argue. Um, a lot of the other islands, I think, experiment a little bit more. They're very happy to make overproof rum. <laughs> I think the flavor profile can be more complex. And so it kind of depends on what you're in the mood for or, you know, what suits the occasion. Yeah. But it's very distinct. Like, truly, it, Cuba's an outlier among all the rest of the Caribbean islands in terms of the flavor profile that you get now in between between the Santiago and the Havana Club, I get for me I get more caramel in the Santiago and the Santiago. We're in the Havana Club. For me, it's vanilla all day long. Mm. But this is super caramel. Oh, dude, it's this is excellent, and I've had this. This without, is like a Carmelo. So here's the thing. I yeah, <laughs> I've that, had. This. I haven't what, had a Carmelo thing, in a long time. Called? By the way, caramel. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, Carmelo's a it's thing. A, yeah, it's a thing. I know. It's a yeah. candy bar, right? It's a yeah, Rolo. Yeah. The Rolo. <laughs> the Rolo. The Rolo. That's it. That roll. So, By the way, for the listener, the, the the rum that we're drinking tonight is sixty percent, uh, hundred twenty proof rum. So, but guys, with so a little, if we don't if we a, don't make it through the episode, you'll know why. <laughs> but with a little bit of ice, how great is it? It's fantastic. Excellent, Puba. It's fantastic. I don't. I don't like it. Oh, even oh with wow. The, really? Oh, you don't like oh, it with the ice? you got to turn crazy. his mic off now. I know. We may have to skip over him when I, 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 So uh, coming back, I don't I don't know what funk is in rum, so I, I can't put my finger on that i i don't taste you know whatever funk means i don't taste funk um it's definitely it's a little overproof for me i put tons of ice in this in this thing so i've had the the four square without ice it takes a little while for it to settle in but once it settles in without the ice it is really truly it's an excellent experience but it's different than the cuban rums that we've had where right off the bat, it's it's fantastic and smooth. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a good spirit. Get guys. the fuck it's out It's fucking awesome, dude. It's awesome. Am I, am I you're crazy? Not, or you're I think it's phenomenal. I love... I mean, it's really good. I actually... I don't drink this much outside of the pod. Mm. I don't drink this much with cigars. I find myself going to this when I just want to have something sweet or a rum, or especially around the holidays. I was about I, I to say love, that. Yeah. I yeah. love this this rum around the holidays I, I think my my aversion also may stem from my pre don't call it preconceived it's 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 just my experience drinking rum where i want that smooth easy drink that is not going to light my mouth on fire and i you know that's a different experience from what i have right now i think you got to put some rocks in it and just i have i just, just told more. you i have add so more. many rocks in here would you it's say not, <laughs> but if it's still too strong obviously not enough so just add a little it's more true. it's how true how many how many ice cubes did i put in this a thing? pretty good amount yeah yeah, yeah. you're a lightweight <laughs> it's okay <laughs> I mean, you have two options either uh, add maybe. more ice or he's right you're a lightweight. i mean just i'm a lightweight sure i i'm happy to admit it i love you but that that doesn't mean i'm wrong it's just how i experience it yeah i don't think yeah. grinder drinks a lot of rum <laughs> or don't you know this is a I, I so for me i think this rum is like a <laughs> i love it i mean i think it's I think it's fantastic. The rum, it's this I love. With the I cigar. love the funk. By the way, yeah, I think that thing that's there at the end, like right at the end of the finish, I find it to be very intriguing and interesting. I agree. I agree. And I think you know, pairing it with this cigar, which is not to me like that Upman Two Sir Winston, which is very, very. It has a lot of oomph, not in strength, but in flavor. There's just a lot there. Wow. This is a subtle, delicious, wonderfully aged cigar, and I think the rum is pairing wonderfully with yeah, it. Yeah, the up and two has more body, yeah. where this has, and they both have baking spice, but 
this guy on the retrohale, because it's eight years old, the, the baking spice is so pronounced because of the age, it pairs beautifully with the four square. I think and this is a perfect pairing. It, absolutely. 100%. But this cigar is phenomenal. It is, dude. Mm. I, I, I love the cigar, Bro. Sonny. I, yeah. I, I, sorry. Say that again. I love, the, I love the cigar rooster. I mean, I love it. Yeah. It's a spectacular cigar. I love it. I love it for what it is. I, I, I agree. It's, I love it. That There's a lot of stuff going on here for me. And uh, that's kind of what I'm enjoying. I think I mentioned before. I'm, ch- I'm just there's new elements that I'm tasting every time I take a draw. There's a there's a floral element to it that I think yeah. that the, I think that that I think that the Upman two doesn't have. That gives it a little bit that differentiates it. So you're getting these baking spices, but you blow it through your nose and you get a little bit of that floral. You get a little bit of that depth. There's that depth there, and 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 that's that's to me this this smoke, this particular box exemplifies what I think this connoisseur is, and how it differentiates itself from let's say, the 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 a similar smoke from the same time period and same factory as the, as as the two. It just, it's a little more floral. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, getting better and better. It's it getting is. better yeah. and better. It's de- build, as it it's heats build, up, it's building. It's yeah. building as it heats up, but but in a really pleasant it really. way. And there's no surprises here. It, it's just, it's really just bringing its best. It's, it's you know, it's we're at the halfway mark. For me, it's, it's acting and performing and tasting like a quintessential Cuban. Yeah. Really. It tastes very Cuban. Right. To me. And that's why it goes good with the rum. Big time. Big time. So let me ask you guys a question. I think that this is very pertinent given the fact that we're smoking eight-year-old cigars tonight. So I I think that this is going to be a controversial topic tonight, which is, of course, why I want to bring it up. So one of the guys on the FOH forum, uh, which I I love to visit because I think it's one of the best places for information on the web about Cuban cigars, Uh, one of the the folks who posts there called Rhino, Posted a topic called, do you view your current aged cigar purchases as an investment? Mm. And he says, I have a bit of a personal unicorn cigar. I've smoked one in my life and it remains superlative. Perhaps it was the moment, perhaps the weather, perhaps just that stick, whatever it may be. I recently had an opportunity to purchase a partial cab. I hesitated due to price, but I bought it. While I do the occasional trade, I've never sold. It's just not my thing. I can afford the asking price. But it still seemed like too much, even though it was the going rate. These are just cigars, but something I burn. But this got this box got me thinking. Are folks buying rarer boxes these days, like on Bon Roberts, that they enjoy and perhaps also as investments? Do you buy them just to smoke? Do you buy them to sell? And do you look at your collection as something that is an investment that you'd be willing to sell on Bon Roberts? Uh, I would like to know what cigar he's referring to. That's a good question. I don't think he named Does it. Does he mention it? No. Okay. So I I have conflicting views on this. Certainly, given the latest increases in Habano's price, that factors in. But Rooster, what is what's your opinion on it? No, I don't think cigars are an investment. The cigars are supposed to be smoked and shared. They're not an investment. You don't buy a box thinking that you're going to sell it in like five years or ten years or more. You you buy a you buy a box because you're going to enjoy them, and you buy boxes that of cigars that you like. So if you do buy an H box and you don't like it, yeah, you can sell it. 
you know, but I mean, I, I, I don't buy any boxes as an, for an investment purpose. If the price goes up, it goes up, mm-hmm. but that means I'm going to have to pay m- that much more if to I'm going to buy, buy another box. Right. So I'm, I'm well, glad that I got the box when I did. So, right? so I want to, I want to split this into two categories based on what you just said. For me, the way I'm looking at some of my stock that maybe isn't hitting my palate the way I've wanted it to with time, or it's increased in value four, five, six, seven X, what I purchased it for. What the way I'm looking at it is there's there's two factors. Some of the stuff that really is some of the special stock I have, the Vegas Robinia Classicos, aged up in twos, aged Sir Winston's, aged Lusitania's, even my collection of Lusitanias that are young that I'm going to age. Um, those I don't look at as investments. The but, massive collection of Lucy's that you have. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them I am kind of looking at like, wow, okay, what could I do with the dollar value that these things are going mm. for that they're not talking to me anymore? What could I buy that is? Now, I know which one's not talking to you, and it's a crime. <laughs> it's a crime. I have a hard time with this. So Yeah. I mean, do you- um. Uh, there's two questions here for me. Are cigars an investment? I think now the answer is yes. They're something that continues to appreciate in value and therefore should be looked at as an investment. However, and I say this like I'm going to draw a lot of parallels to watches. I'm a big watch guy. It's the same thing. However, I personally and philosophically, if you're in this hobby, if you have a passion for this, I dislike and have a hard time with people flipping cigars for profit. Like, you should buy them if you want to smoke them. Maybe they fall out of favor, sell them to a buddy. I just, I will never be able to or have a desire to purchase a box, wait for it to increase fivefold, and then try to sell it and turn a profit. For some reason, there's something about that that for me, can compromise this hobby. I think everybody in the room, let me just say, I think everybody in the room agrees with you on that. Yeah. I think there's an ickiness to purchasing a box for the purpose of flipping it. Hold on. Right. There are circumstances that change what he just said. Like you, as an example, I know there's a Vitola and a Marca that you're, you can call it out. That's a Fundadoris. Yeah. Trinidad. Yeah. So if you have a Marca that's accelerated in value, and it's not hitting you in a sweet spot, then that could be considered an investment because yeah. the value has increased as you've held it and you don't want the cigar anymore. Well, yeah, well, that's right. They're all an investment at this point. I mean, this is like so analogous to watches, right? Like there was a period in time where you could buy a Rolex or any fancy brand mm-hmm. and they actually were relatively cheap and they were not appreciating at any aggressive rate. And so yeah. there was no opportunity to flip this whole like flippers now on the watch market. That didn't exist decades ago. Yeah. The same thing in cigars. Like we were, but you were able to buy Cuban cigars at a relatively cheap oh. price. You were not making 4X what you paid. That was not a thing yeah. in Cuban cigars. Until two years ago. Only recently. And similar to watches in the last, you know, 10, 20 years, it's 10 years really, it's like exploded. So it's definitely an investment. Before, I don't think there's any dispute there. I, agree. I just have a hard time with that doing this for that purpose. And what grind, what uh, Rooster said earlier, I think hits the nail on the head. It's unfortunate that the prices of Cuban cigars have gone up so exponentially, because I think it's making a lot of people think this way. Where I do have an investment, let me make some money on it. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I, I shouldn't be that way. I, I think just, it, just in the Habanos. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think it's a conversation of what it could be and what it should be. It could be an investment, especially in these 
kind of somewhat precarious times where you have these secondary and tertiary markets that are just, you know, there's there's the cigar in the cigar uh, consumer base has I would argue has grown, and there's a lot more entries. There's a lot more people that are you know looking for specific cigars, and the at, supply has dwindled. And the supply has dwindled. So at this point, yeah, it could be an investment, and you could you know make some projections about where you know consumption is going to be, and also inventory is going to be and then try to calibrate hey this is a good investment but i think what we you know what we ground ourselves in is enjoying the cigars for what it's worth and it's it is literally it's 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 plants it's that, rolled tobacco it's, leaves. It's, it's rolled plant leaves <laughs> that comes from the ground yeah and it's it is meant to be smoked it's just like wine it's meant to be drunk and uh i would argue it's a, it's a question of could or should yeah if i wouldn't hold anything past somebody for having a box of cigars that isn't tremendously high demand and yeah you, you could make a you could turn a profit from it i would never i would never mm -hmm. judge somebody for yeah. doing that you wouldn't begrudge if, anyone yeah. no not at sure. all yeah. however cigars should be consumed and enjoyed and if you're going to age it you're you're aging it so that you could eventually smoke it well like the so, cigar that we're holding right now that's well, eight years is, old this is a this, this cigar right. is a 50 or 60 dollar cigar it's awesome so let me let me the, make a point you know, i mean honestly with this factory code it's a it's 50 bucks and if you had five boxes of these that are eight years old i know you are not selling these cigars all right so let let me draw a line again my point is that when i look at my investment my tower whatever you want to call it in cigars i'm not looking at everything with dollar signs no like romantic no. What, what's the da the the donald duck guy who's obsessed with money like i don't i'm not thinking like that scrooge no. mcduck scrooge mcduck i'm not scrooge mcduck what i'm looking at it are the cigars that aren't serving me that very well may be serving other people. There's nothing wrong with them. It just doesn't hit my palate at $100, $120 a stick. Yeah. That cigar to me versus when I purchased it for a fifth of the price several years ago, that to me is an opportunity to maybe bring something into my tower to replace that box that is going to be aligned with my palate. Well, totally. I think you sh people should manage their collections. It's a, it's kind of a, it's a collecting, it's, it's a collecting hobby. It's like you're collecting things, and I think that if there are things that are in your humidor that, you know, maybe don't float your boat that you thought may maybe that they would in the future, and there, it's not your thing. I mean, think about it. Not everybody loves an LGO number two. LGC MD. Uh, yeah, not, not everybody loves the Gloria Cabana number two. I mean, like who's like, that? Yeah, no, no. Rob, no, Rob Isla. Rob really? Isla doesn't love that, that right? cigar. Yeah, he doesn't you, love that cigar. Wow. I'm just saying there's it's not like universally every premium cigar that's perceived as a high priced cigar that everybody loves. It's just not everyone has their own taste. You take a flyer in a box, and maybe there's something in your humidor. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with selling it and flipping it. It's not something that I do. I mean, I'm more into like sharing cigars and having experience. Totally. I think, yeah, I think, I Senator's just want to point pick up on that. So, like, I have such a hard time with this. I don't judge any people, can do whatever they want, right? Like, everybody has a, if you want to sell something and make a profit off it, go right ahead. Mm -hmm. There's just something like I guess the question I would ask: How many people here have actually ever sold and profited off of a box of cigars? Not me. Not me. Right. So I, I have not. So, has. so one or two. Yeah. 
I haven't. And it's not I that have. I can't. Like, I have the same fundies you have that are worth way more than we bought them for. Same here. I have plenty of things that fall into that category. You know, 898s that I bought at a great price that are worth much more. Uh, so many things. So many but things. But there is something we, and it's the same thing with watches and people are like, oh, are you ever going to sell? Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just for me, the moment I sell something that I consider like a passion and a hobby, for a profit, then it becomes like in, it's just this mental thing. It becomes it's, like a business. It's such a great thing. And I don't want right. it to be that way. And so I intentionally don't. Even if a cigar is not serving me for some reason, like the only cigar in my lifetime I have ever sold, and I didn't even do it, I gave it to Gizmo. <laughs> and it's because. Of course what, he did. What else is new, Ben? No, no, but listen, what hey, else is new? I'm right there with him. And it's because <laughs> I hate, Churchill? It's because I hate this Marcus yeah. so much. It yeah, was yeah. the R&J Churchill. Right, right. And I finally mm. just said, fuck the rest of these cigars. And Giz sold them, and he sold some himself, and we got rid of them. Yeah, but right. outside, and I felt good doing it because I felt so burned by R&J. It's like I fucking sourced a 2018 box with a Partagas factory code they look beautiful and they couldn't smoke but at there, all. But there are people that love that cigar. There are, and yeah, so great for them. them. Yeah, Let them so buy the, them and the fight with that cigar. Of, the utility of what you're describing, I think, makes sense for someone that has a box of cigars that doesn't make sense for I them. I know, but my longer. point is I can't, I just have a hard time doing that regularly or really with any, like, I will probably never sell another, even if I don't like something, I would rather just give it away to someone who does mm, or... Mm, mm revisited in a few years i there's some philosophical barrier for me mm. where like i have things that are for business purposes that i actively seek a profit in and this is such a hobby and a passion the yeah. same way watches this or is other a lifestyle let's, this, let's a even lifestyle. double down and, and it's so a lifestyle it is and i just it like crosses it just crosses a line for me that makes it something i don't ever want it to be that's my no my i piece. i i just want to echo that sentiment that uh, Senator eloquently kind of laid out is that, you know, uh, the, when you have, when you love something this much, it's, it just kind of, it kind of hurts your, it kind of grinds your gears to, to view the other people in the market as like Amazon resellers. Like that's not why we're here. We're not here for, to, yeah. to, to scour the market and find the right distributor at the right price. We're here to, to find the right distributor at the right price so that we can smoke it and then keep it for ourselves and share it with our friends. And uh, I think that kind of goes to the the reason why we're here, the reason why we have the podcast, the reason why we love this so much, and the reason why, um, you know, Gizmo mentions it as a lifestyle is because it is, you know, it's something we, all of us essentially do every day. So and, you know, it, we we fit it into our, into our daily agenda for a reason. And, uh, you know, to have... You know, all of us are. I think it's indicative of 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 the right reasons to be in the hobby versus the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. So the thing I want to say too is that I I agree with everything you guys said. So when I'm looking at a box that's not serving me and transacting it in some way, it's really for the purpose of acquiring a box to replace it that does serve me. So if I'm able to sell a box of Trinidad Fundadores and pull in a box of Cohiba Lanceros mm. or something that mm. really is serving my palate and really serves me as a smoker and serves my enjoyment of the hobby. I'm not a guy buying boxes to flip them. I'm buying boxes to have them. And if they don't work, I'm happy that maybe there's somebody out there that I can transact with that will appreciate them. And or, I could take that and, and, and purchase something else. Or someone in the room. 
<laughs> no, no but, ser- but 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 like I said, I would never begrudge somebody for committing to the capitalist, you know, agenda here because it's it's like if there's a market for it and you want to help somebody else or that other person has a demand and you have the supply, why not why not make that trade? And I and to your point and to both of your points, I mean, let's merge them. I don't think what I'm saying or doing, let's say if I do sell a box of fundadors that doesn't work for me or I don't want I don't think that I'm necessarily uh, offending our lifestyle no. or the choices that we make. I don't no, think I'm turning it into this capitalist business endeavor by saying, I have a box. I don't want to smoke. It's worth a lot. Dude, I can do something it's with the it. Whole, but it, yeah. that's, that's, guys, it's the whole way we actually transact with people. 100%. It's so true, but it's, it's totally fine. There is something to what Senator is saying. There's a, like a purity to buying a cigar holding on to it you, you you made an effort to buy it it's this it's in this thing of ours where we're spending a lot of time with it there's something but, to that as like well. i want to say look everything is the saying makes perfect sense it does like, make sense <laughs> no it does I, 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 you know i need to be coached to get to a place where a <laughs> cigar that's not serving me that i would make three times what i paid i've coached myself like, of course i should sell <laughs> it have. like of course that is the rational thing to do but when you said like there's a purity, like I for whatever reason, I'm just a purist about certain things. Yeah. And it's hobbies. But, and for me, hobbies are not for But there are so many cigars. My personal there are so, but hold on. There are so many cigars that we've enjoyed that we would have not enjoyed had these transactions not existed. I was, you I was you mean gonna, like the one we're smoking right yeah, now? I, exactly. I mean, to Pooba's point and and to, like to I, your, could, I, I could I could have sold these for fucking if I put these up on on our group. Forget oh, it. Yeah. They would have sold in five minutes. Yeah, but he gone. wouldn't. Of course. He wouldn't. And that's he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I would never he, do it. He wouldn't do it. But I'm saying I only want to sell stuff that isn't speaking to me. I'm not looking at my collection of cigars I love going, wow, there's really cash there. It's just cigars that, that don't work for me. Now, you know? here's a question. The Fundy is a celebrated cigar. It's a luxury item. Why not hold on to them? Because for the for the just for see the sake how they of, develop. Yeah, for the sake of time, they are a coveted coveted market, coveted you cigar. Think it's what everybody does. No, well, I know, I'm holding I know. on to all kinds of shit. I know you are. I know. So is everybody else. Yeah. I mean, you just. But I will take to... a lizard discount I'm, on those fundies. I'm also. I'm also. I'm also. <laughs> just what, what do you think's happening thing? right now? You think I'm not holding on? We're I'm not gonna, holding on. I'm going to say we're one... holding on right now. This is what it's holding on's about. I'm yeah. going to say one thing. And now I'm putting the full on like business Uh-oh. capitalist hat on. Senator's hat's on right now. Hats Pipe on. down, everybody. <laughs> the hat's He's got on. his quarter zip. And what I'm about to say is what I've, if I only knew Rooster years ago or anyone who's bought watches like I do. So if you're putting the capitalist hat on and you're saying, well, okay, I, these are not serving me. So I would actually make a nice profit right now and I can put that towards something else. Guess what? In, and especially now, Habanos is explicitly trying to make Cuban cigars into a luxury good, and they have succeeded right now. Especially, we can't deny that. No especially Cohiban Trinidad. Right. We can't yep. deny that. They have succeeded right now. Odds are that that cigar is going to be worth, if you actually held it, like I'm suggesting, Big time. for another five years, going to be worth even more. Dude, hold he's on. right. Okay. Like significantly he's not more, wrong. potentially. But what I would transact a box of Trinidad Fundadores for and buy a box of Cohiba Lancero, it's like it's a par- parody, but there's it's a parody. parody. You well, may be able to buy. Yeah. My yeah. point is, you may be able to buy two boxes of Cohiba. You don't the know price where the is market's not going down, you, Senator. Everything you're saying, everything you're saying. Rooster and I have chatted about watches, and Rooster had a very nice. Uh, a the Rolex thing about a watch, point, though, is it doesn't he, disappear once you use it. 
That's it true. Once I smoke a cigar, it's gone. The watch you can hand down to your grand, great grandchildren. Everything you're saying is exactly why I thought that cigars would never be in the place they are, and yet here we are. Yeah, that's we, true. Yeah, and look at the conversation. I agree with you, but somehow yeah. here we are. Yeah. So I just can't accept. Like my own logic has not followed where I thought we could never be in this place. I can't sit here and say, "Well, we've reached the limit. It can't possibly get much worse." It sure as hell can. It will. I think it will. <laughs> you know what? Out of out of it's your true. your tower, everything that you have, how many actual boxes would you be willing to sell? Probably four. Mm. And my simple and- point to you, Giz, is I guarantee you should be in no rush. If I you, am in no rush. So here we go. I didn't prompt it. You so, know, I saw this and I was right. like, this is an so interesting. So my point is what you want to do in any any product like this, you want to hold that as long as humanly possible because it's only going to increase in value. The question is simply how much it's going to increase in value. But there's no universe in which 10 years from now, those exact fundies we're talking about that now will have 10 extra years of sure. age on them are going to go for any no, less I'll, than right now. I'll be- and so I would just... My advice would be, if that's the route you're going to go, there's no rush. Hold it. You're going to actually make more. This is kind of like an atonement moment for him. (laughs) It is. I'll be at your doorstep tomorrow with a bankroll. I'll see you in 10 years. You got it. No, I'll see you tomorrow morning. (laughs) My advisor just told me to wait. (laughs) Fuck the advisor. (laughs) You know, his his door is always unlocked. It's It's true. true. You can can always come in. This is true. Just kiss my dog. You're good. That's why I love him. You're good. Yep. So, boys, we're coming to the last third here of the H. Upman Connoisseur A. It's exceptional. Lub 15. Exceptional. It's exceptional. It really is. I wish I had a thousand of these cigars. Me too. I would sell some funded doors to get some more of these. uh, Yeah. I'll buy from a third party uh, reseller just to get some more of these. Yeah. You know know what I like about it is that it it builds, right? Bro, It's exceptional. Exceptional. Builds in strength. Yeah, it does. And the pairing is great. I will say, I'm I'm just really glad we did this in that, I think we've said many times, Poob and I have very, very, very similar cigar palettes. And this was the one cigar that I thought you and I would never see eye to eye on because my experience, even with a Connie A with like four years of age, has not been a good one. I now get it. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of you have underrated this Connie A for a while. And but that's because they don't. They don't smoke great well young. young. They need that this and much age. It's I, not even. I, that, it's not I even, was never on the same page with you. I wasn't ever on the same page. I know, but my problem is, it's not that they're not great young and they're good. I actually think they're bad young, and they just yeah. have to. You you can't look at them for at least five six years. Oof. Yeah. And that's wow. a long and time I'm, to wait. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like that with the Upman too. We've talked about that. I feel like the Upman two needs four years, five years. To really get into a point where they're, you know, know. it's shocking to me that Cigar Aficionado named that the Cigar of the Year as a young cigar. It needs time. It's not, but what you guys are saying is not hyperbolic. It's fact. It's also the box It's not, it's not, but it's, but what you're saying though is like not, to me is, is, is fact. This is, this is true. This is true. This this, this this cigar this this cigar young is not the same cigar with age. Period. Yeah. Hard stop. Same with the Upman too. It's actually documented. I mean, it's documented that that these cigars really they become something 
Very, very, very special. Yeah. Like with age before, on it, it, it becomes very special. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Look, the Sir Winston much. two, Sir, the Sir Winston two oh. rooster. Hold on. They, 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 something about them. They just need that time. But when they hit that stride, they are wonderful. You know, I have three-year-old uh, Kanye's it's, it's and three-year-old up it's, and twos, and they are for me delicious. And I covet those, and I keep them. I don't want to touch them. For me, the the threshold for me is three years. But how do do you like that's this, me? Do you like that's this me. one better? Oh, of course. This is better than any Kanye I have in my tower. Right it's now. a lot of complexity and, in this regard. Yeah, they're, of they're, course. It, they're it, good it, at three. They're exceptional at eight. I mean, it's extraordinary. Then yeah, you you must have lucked out with just a really good I'll, box. I'm going to share. I have bought ones with four years of age no, at this I'll point, share, and they're not great. I will share the box that I have. I really love them. I had a Kanye just about two days ago, and I wasn't thrilled with it. Mm. What was the box code? I, or the date? I threw the box the date. away. I the no date. Idea. Okay. But it's not like 2014 or 15. It had oh. to be like 18, maybe 2018, 19. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's older than what I My have. My 19s are just not. 19. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't reached for them in a while. Wow. I have a box of Lub 14s that I haven't touched. So this is making me what, want to touch Lub them. 14 Kanye's? Yeah, baby. Well, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I expect, I expect a re- uh, hold on, wait, hold on. So time hold on. Out, time so, out. So, so I just brought my oh, last. I love Senator, accountability Senator, hours. please. God, now. Can we have an accountability Senator, bring hour? bring it, bring it. Accountability Can we have an accountability hour? Yes. It's, it's that's, I'm going to ask you. It's that secondary market. I'm going to ask you a series of no more than three questions. <laughs> Fuck this. No man. more than three right, questions. Hold on. Hold I just on. need you to answer each I need one. you to pause one second. Grinder, can I retain you as my attorney? No. No. He's my attorney. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where this is going, so I'm not willing to commit just yet as a client. Yeah, to take he's got to preview it. But, uh, but, right. but uh, let me. So let me you're let out me, on the level 14, let, County A. No, no, no. Let me just steadfast. Let's just, let's just hear where this is going, and then I'll probably jump in. All right. Okay, go ahead. Talk to my counsel. Go ahead, Senator. So I just need to understand three things. Number one, did you purchase this box of Lub 14 Kanye's before or after the 2019 ones that we hated? After. Mm. Why? If you hated them and we were saying we don't like Kanye's, why did you buy them? Because I got a great price and my compadre over here, Pooba, Said that they're amazing. And you've tried not a single one. Not a single one. Wow. That's discipline. That is amazing. I haven't touched them. Wow. You know why? Because I wanted them to acclimate to my tower. How long have you had them? Yeah. 2014. Six weeks. Six weeks. weeks. Oh, you just just recently got them. So they're new. Okay. I thought you got these a while ago. No. I'm not concerned. If you would have gotten those shortly after we had such a bad experience... I was worried we had a secret flipper on our hands here. Yeah, By you, the way, grinder, I don't need your service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Puba, that one of those is yours for sure. Maybe two. Bam gets none. What? That's not fucking fair. <laughs> uh, I know you love me. I'll get one. Boys, this pairing tonight is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I am really enjoying the cigar and I, the rum. I can't wait for the rating because uh, it's going to be crazy and that yeah. makes me happy because i i i think the uh i think the cigar has merit i think it has merit with a you know it has more than merit this is a spectacular cigar puba yeah i i, I believe it is so 
I wish, I'll be honest, I wish it was an inch, inch and a half longer than it is because at an, like, we're just about an hour. Like I'm almost done with it. I, I really wish that I can get an hour 45 out of it. You know where you get the additional experience and grinder will attest to this. It's if you, I, from beginning of the cigar to where I am now, I've consistently retrohaled. I think if you continue to do that during your smoking experience, it enhances the experience. And I think it extends it a little bit. So what do you guys get out of the retro now in the last third versus I'll let grinder like normally first. drawing it? Like what's what's the what's the difference in the well, two? I I think when I was first retro hailing, I was getting, you know, those baking spices. Mm-hmm. The retro hell has definitely turned more peppery. For me, it's the I, I get more espresso and coffee in the retro than I get pepper. I haven't gotten any pepper on this. No rough edges at all. Now let me just let me None. qualify that statement a little bit. I don't get it when I went on the aroma. I don't get it in my palate. No, there's no pepper on my palate. I only get it with that with that retro hell. And I get that with other cigars when I retro hell. Um, and uh, it's not unpleasant. It's just different. There's still those those spices there. It's there there there's just more black pepper. A, f- a few things just about the the flavor notes and kind of the experience all the way through. The cigar, I think a lot of us said starts kind of mild. I think in the final third, it's firmly medium. Um, I think it is a one-act play in that the notes are very consistent throughout, and I don't say that as a bad thing. I'm someone who consistently says if I like the flavor notes, I love a one-act play. It doesn't have to dramatically shift or change. Um, the only thing I will say um, – in terms of the flavor notes, there's not a significant level of complexity of this cigar. Like there are certain dessert flavors that you get and you get those all the way through. I'm not getting any unique flavors that are outside of the bounds of the traditional dessert flavors that you would get from Upman. So if there's one knock, it's not an overly complex cigar, but it is excellent and I'm enjoying every bit of it. Hmm. Rooster, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, you know, like initially it was a lot of cedar and creaminess and uh, baking spices. And that's kind of, it's it's built as you smoke the cigar. Like those flavors have gotten more concentrated till now. So I'm really enjoying it. I, I'm enjoying it too. I I, I, I agree. I think that, that, that there's a concentration. I like it. I like the fact that it, it builds. There was a gradual build kind of in the concentration of flavor. Like it just, it kind of just slowly, very, very gradually builds in a little bit of strength. It builds in a little bit of body towards the end and uh, in a good way, in like a really, really good way. So I like it. I mean, I like the, I, I like the cigar a lot. Um, so for me, it's been it's been it's been really pleasurable. I think there's a, I think it exemplifies the Upman brand in a really really positive positive way. Um, and it's nice. I mean, it's just I you know I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than the Sir Winston, what is your favorite Upman cigar? Uh, the, well, the two number two, right? Same. Me yeah, too. The two. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, uh, up, uh, the, the Sir Winston's number one for me by far. Uh, the two is right behind it. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. But I think that. But I think how do so you compare tonight's experience with that eight-year-old cigar that you're holding right now? I mean, th- this I mean, cigar is incredible, but and we'll go through it in the ratings. I'm curious how this is going to land. I'm still going to put the Sir Winston and the Upman too, especially the Love 14. They do edge this out for me. Hmm, well, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, they edge they it do, out. But where we, we, you know, but you're and splitting. that's not a knock. No, it's not. But you're it's split- just we're talk. We're comparing. We're comparing a cigar to something that like the the Upman two from Love fourteen, the Sir Winston at at five plus years. Let's call it. I mean, you're talking. You're you're comparing that cigar to to God level cigars, to to Robania Classico eleven. Cigars, I mean, God level cigars. So it, it's a tough comparison for really almost anything else. It, yeah. it is and it isn't though, because the the reverse of this, if you think about this a different way, of those three cigars, which would you pursue young? Whether you're going to smoke them young or you're going to hold them and age them, you're probably going to have the same answer. Absolutely, you're correct. That's true. That's true. A hundred percent true. I mean, I, I know that I've I've seen some folks that have smoked young Sir Winston's from twenty one and twenty, and they've performed brilliantly well, for them. I, I haven't a, done that. I had a but young you in Cuba. In Cuba, you had a phenomenal experience it with a young. Blew me away, Sir Winston. It totally blew me away. Yeah, but this is better tonight. And with that being said, the Upman Two Young is not working for me no? compared to something that's four or five years old. I don't think it works for any but of us. But I'd yeah. still take a young up into over a young Kanye. I agree with you on that. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Whether oh, you look sure. at it from You're... the age perspective or the young perspective, <laughs> it's true. the order is the same. For me, at least. And I agree true. with you. This is I true. agree with you. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're yeah, focusing yeah. on tonight and what we're having <laughs> right now. And this, I can't stop retrohaling this cigar. I just can't. Yeah, it's amazing. And when you have that kind of experience where you're constantly retrohaling, it's it's uh, it just enhances the experience, man. All right, boys, are you guys ready to do the formal liquor rating on the four square exceptional cask single barrel rum from 2010? Yes. Bam, bam, you're up. So I am between a nine and a ten. Um, I will give this a nine. I think you mentioned earlier, and a year plus ago when we when we had the spirit, we talked about how amazing it was during the holidays, the spices that it has. It really, it's appropriate for any time of the year. It's just, it's a grand, excellent, delicious rum. Nine. All right. For me. Grinder. Uh-oh. I, I feel oh, like, oh, let me, hold on. Let me say that again. got to turn off his let mic. Let me say that again. Uh-oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to, you guys are going to hate me because I'm going to sink, tank the, uh, oh, the rating no. here. What the heck? Uh, I mean, I, I, I enjoy drinking rum. I don't enjoy drinking this kind of rum that has... You know, it, it it was a little too much for me. Now, having said that, it was you know you find the deliciousness still there. Um, it's not disavowed, and uh, you know I wouldn't I wouldn't totally tank it for that reason. So for me, it's a, it's a seven. Oh, oh wow, that breaks my heart, Senator. I need a refill. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, it's an excellent excellent rum. Um, a true high quality Caribbean rum, like in its truest sense. And I say that because Cuban rum is very much an outlier in a great way, in its own unique way. Um, I give it a nine. I I genuinely do wish that Foursquare would come out with something lower proof that is a bit less aggressive 
And if they could make it as enjoyable where I don't need as, I mean, I put a lot of ice into this, mm-hmm. more ice, honestly, than I've ever put in any spirit. Um, and that's what precludes it from being a 10 for me. But the the flavor it imparts, I love the funky finish. Um, and uh, it worked really well with this cigar. We got to coin that phrase. Funky finish. I like that. <laughs> so many applications. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So for me, this is a no-brainer from the first sip to right now to when I have it at the holidays. It's a 10. Nice. I mean. Very nice. It's, to me, no question. We've had, what, what was the rum we did? The Santiago 20? Yeah. It's right there with that. Yeah. This is, this is a rum. But hold on. You don't need ice with that. But this is a rum that I can go to my store and buy. I enjoy it yeah. so much. I I covet this it, bottle of rum at home. It's delicious. I wish I had a hundred of them. Yeah, it's a ten for me. Yeah, this wow. absolutely suits my palate. I love this rum. How often, how often do you drink this? Awesome. Quite a bit. Nice. When? Well, listen, I just home, don't send you the pictures. I mean, he He's never, pining in this lounge he never at even home. Brings this into the lounge. <laughs> listen, of course I don't, because I have like three bottles of it. Only. <laughs> Puba. Um, I love Foursquare. It's a ten. I think it's the best. It's bar. It, it exemplifies Barbados rum. They're the they are the premier distiller of Barbados rum. Uh, that's in period. It's four generations. They're doing it in a way that's more unique than anybody else does it. They take care. They only do it in small batches. It's a fantastic spirit. It, it's it's a fantastic spirit done in a way um with a lot of care it's a craft spirit with and, no and, no additives and, 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 no right and, and 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 like that's why you can't get the same bottle yep um uh, they only do whatever it is thirty thousand cases at a time hmm. so for me it's a 10 so bam i want to point out yeah by the way that i think i've broken the senator puba alignment now puba and i are aligned i see that you see that Uh oh you see that oh yeah i think senator's out senator's on the outs senator might be out he's on the outs i think you missed the boat we're talking about cigars yeah well no the next rating yeah i mean well we'll see how that goes well is it a little high proof like do i need all listen don't defend senator i hear you but 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 for me this exemplifies um, I, I um, love something that it's, that's really, really. I love fantastic. that it's higher proof with a little bit of ice. It's an excellent experience. Listen, just I senators like out. Lot. Let's just enjoy that all for right. a moment. Two tens, two nines, and a seven. Gizmo A plus for effort. <laughs> <laughs> the former liquor rating boys on the four square exceptional cask single nine. barrel rum is a nine point zero. Excellent. That's ninety. An, that's an excellent score. Excellent score. Yeah. Should be higher, but. <laughs> <laughs> Grinder, the so com- be it. The composite score never lies. <laughs> you know, you didn't. It's turn a up- great score <laughs> because you know it that is, happened honestly. because you didn't turn off his mic. I should have. Yeah, yeah, I really I mean, should have. No, no, his rating was very useful for this. Yeah. Oh, are you, you're, are you nine saying nine is it, a fair score? Are you saying it hedged Puba? Uh, and yes. Uh, my, listen, listen yes. wow. It's a, it's a, it's a great rum as, as the composite lizard score you know demonstrates. I'm ne- I never, I, I, I don't want to ever drink this again. What? So like. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and, and he doesn't not, like rum. That's that's not but, something but I pull for. But he does drink rum occasionally. So and, like, the but when I is, do, it's never going to be not this like one. that. That's my point. So it's Puba and me versus Grinder and Senator Bam. Are you taking notes? What do you mean versus? Oh, I'm, no, I'm noted. No versus. <laughs> I am. All right, I, I have a new. I have a new proposal. <laughs> Clearly, Gizmo <laughs> needs to work in the news media. He's he's all about dividing the lizards <laughs> today. By the way, by the way, can I can I also let the lizard record reflect the fact that I didn't like this the first fucking time I had it. That's true. So like, what was his rating? Can you look? We that didn't up? have we a didn't rating. Do one. We oh, didn't that's do right. One. We yeah. never rated it. Yeah. Did yeah. you try the Santiago I th- twenty? I think he did not. He would love that. He did not. He would try love it. that. He would love that yeah. because Absolutely that's a true ten. Yeah. yeah, it's a true ten. Wow, that's an eleven. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, on to the cigar boys. Okay, let's give the formal lizard rating to the H Upman Connoisseur A. Rooster, you're up. Yeah. So for me, this this is a it's a nine because I'm gonna. I think the if if the same box box code for a Sir Winston came up, or the Lub fourteen Upman two, that would be a ten. So this is, I mean, I would like to give it a little bit higher than a nine, but it's a, it's a nine for me. Okay, Puba, yeah, it's a nine for me. Nine for me as well. Um, ten is Upman two or Sir Winston, same as as Rooster. Absolutely a nine, Senator. As I said, you missed the boat, Gizmo. It's a nine for me. Puba and I are perfectly aligned yet again. Listen, I enjoyed my moment. Grinder. It's a, it's also a nine for me. Okay. Bam bam. I'm taking the last draw here. <laughs> don't burn your fingers. Yeah, you're, you're gonna get burned there, buddy. I don't, I don't know how you're giving. You, you got to give it a ten because you're yeah. giving like the like Dominican Lancero. I'm a little 11s. disappointed. I am gonna. <laughs> You know, I haven't had many cigars that I've retrohaled from beginning to end, so I have to give this a 10. For what it is tonight, the experience tonight, the way it smoked, it was an incredible cigar. It is. 10. All right, so the formal lizard rating doesn't lie, boys. It's a 9.2. Fuck me, that's a great score. (laughs) There you go. There you go. That's a great score for this cigar. I mean, I love 15. I think a 92 is perfect. deserved. You know, you compare that to the Upman 2. I mean, what was that, a 97, 98? I mean, it's perfectly in line of how it performed tonight. Totally, totally. I can't stop stop smoking a cigar. Well, I thought it was was cool to have the exploration, to kind of like, I'm not saying that this was a polarizing smoke, but it's like a smoke that I've always liked. It, It was before this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, true. I'll be honest, I actively Among this group, I hated it yeah, before this. So, yeah, P- yeah. Puba, he's right. So, I, you know, this he, whole months and months have gone by, and I've, I've always loved this cigar, and I've never had any negative thoughts about it. You know, you guys all know that I've talked about it from time to time. I kind of got piped down. That's fine. It's It's got much more merit than I think. So yeah. Senator was texting me the other day, like, let's get rid of these boxes. How much can we get no, for them? I, I certainly was not. So, but, but, but I did. No, nice try. I, I, but I think the But point that's even my them, point. The fact that they're still sitting in my tower and I hate them, I just can't bring such, myself to sell I them. I want to hear what Puba has to well, say. No, no, no. I, I think that, that one of the reasons why I wanted to bring these forward were, was because I wanted to bring them forward so the group could kind of experience the same experience that I had, which was a positive one with, with, with the cigar. So, so yes, it's a fact. It's a, it's, it's not hyperbolic to say that Upman, that Upman twos, the Connie, the larger ring gauge Upmans just need more time. It's not even 
debatable. It's, it's, it's documented like online. It's documented by people. Like this is a fact. We've experienced it ourselves. They need more time. But with time, if you're willing to invest that time and buy some boxes and put them away, do it. Yep. I, I, I mean, and I don't think there's anything wrong with just saying what it is. Dude, nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's why this is a 10 for me because it's aged and it's right where it needs to be. It's, it's an exceptional, perfect cigar because of the age. I, I think the conversation that we had around the discussion of resellers and aging is perfect for the cigar because for me, when, when I get a box of cigars and I know that I have to age them, I, I just won't. I don't want to buy a new box of cigars and then have it sit. So that is is frustrating to me. However, it's 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 just a product of the Cuban market, yeah. because everyone knows that some of these Cuban cigars are better aged, and that's why we have resellers. That's why that's why we are consuming this these cigars and buying them from the from the resellers, right? Because we know, and this is just because you know. Cuba displaced that aging process, and you know the, a lot of the Nicaragu Nicaraguans uh, manufacturers they have that aging process as part of their production process, right? Because Cuba does this, and we have these cigars, that, that's why there's this market, right? Because you know the consumers they have to actually age them. It's a little frustrating to me when I when I get at that cigar and I can't and I can't immediately smoke it. However, enjoying this tonight, the Echo Bam Bam sentiment this moment this is a fucking phenomenal cigar and you yeah. can't you can't debate that yes it is fact yeah yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you can't duplicate it you see that's the thing yeah like you can't so okay it takes x amount of time for this cigar to become what it is but go try and duplicate it yeah, yeah. go try and happening. like like it's not happening no yeah. like go try and duplicate that experience it's why Cuban tobacco is so special. It's why you chase it. It's why Rob Isla says it's like hitting a drive, like that perfect drive down the fairway. Like you chase it. You chase it. So this is part of that. This cigar is part of that, you know, dovetails into that narrative. That's it. I I, I mean, love it, hate it. Love it. Love, love it, it. Love it. Whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, it's just the way it is. But everything yeah. he's you know everything he's saying? talking about, like, kind of, like, 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 it's kind of like, like, you either you, you either want to chase it, you don't want to chase it. What I'm, what I would argue is, try. Yeah, yeah. Everything he's talking about takes everything that we're talking about this thing of ours to a much higher level, and it, it's akin to the that 80th that we had. That senator was aging in his tower. Your own idiot. How yeah. old were those? Four years plus. No, more than that. No, more than, than that. Total nine years. So that's yeah. an exceptional experience that most of us won't ever experience again. Yeah. And when you're rating a cigar, I'm going to go back to that. At that moment, right now, as you're smoking it, it's it's got to be an exceptional rating. Yeah. I have to tell you, Bam, I really appreciate the uh, continuous allusions to the Costa Nostra here. This thing okay. of ours. <laughs> I don't but know what it is. It's like well, a, it's like a little it mafia. Is, it is. Well, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Thank you. That yeah. yeah. Yeah, when we turn off these mics, we're going to have a whole ritual. Dude. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, boys. A fantastic night. A 9.0 for the four square ex exceptional cask, single barrel rum, and a 9.2 for the H Upman Connoisseur A from Lub 15. Up H Upman factory. An excellent night. We'll see you all next week. Keep smoking. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us. 
You can find our merch store and ratings archive at our brand new website, loungelizardspod.com. That's loungelizardspod.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. You can also find us on Instagram, at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.